on this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. Is the price of Twitter just too spam high for Elon Musk now? UGC, what's new for brands on TikTok? Introducing brand admission. Plus, Shep showers us with tips on everything from weeknight meal planning to parenting and beyond. All on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Marketing O'Clock. Just stay tuned. Digital marketing news, but let's get specific. Digital ads, SEO, and analytics, social media, and more. Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform. With new shows every Friday. We give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high takes. Thank you for tuning in. You know what time it is. It's officially marketing o'clock. Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld, aka Shop. I'm Jess Bud, and I'm Nicole Waddington. And it is officially marketing o'clock here on May twentieth, twenty twenty two. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another fantastic episode. Unfortunately, today. We have to start off by addressing something really sad that happened over the weekend. So we want to start out by saying our hearts are with the victims and families of the victims of the disgusting and heartbreaking racist violence that happened right here in our community over the weekend. Unfortunately, these situations are not exactly uncommon anymore. And when something like this happens five miles from our office, it's really, really shocking. So we're all kind of just sitting in that right now. There are a lot of ways that you can help if you're interested in helping like us, um, the neighbors in our community, we are donating to the Buffalo Community Fridge. They're a great or- organization who are helping people out because that whole neighborhood is like cut off from access to a grocery store now. So they need food, they need supplies. And if you want to help, you can find them at Buffalo Community Fridge on Instagram. And we highly encourage you to do so. So again, sorry to start off on that really terrible note. Nicole, it is good to see you. Thank you. It's what? good to see you during ladies' night. I know. It's yeah, ladies' night on time. the show. We've never done the three of us, right? We haven't? No. Ladies' night situation. Ladies night. Well, what do you have to share with us today? So yesterday, I went to a concert that my friend invited me to. And I've been to many concerts, whether it be like an orchestra concert, outdoors, whatever the vibe may be. And usually, I'm really, really early to them. And I need to learn to start being late because... For concerts, if you're late, you're on time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yesterday, me and my friend, we showed up right on time. So I'm doing better at showing up late. He had already started. <gasps> and we were Who probably the youngest musician? people there. Oh. Um, Rufus Wainwright, my friend listens to him. And then I looked him up before I went. And he sings... The Hallelujah song on the Shrek album. He's the one who sings it? Yes, Is I it think the so. Hallelujah Wait. song? No. Wait. Like it's Leonard a, Cohen? No, he covers it, but, but he's the version song. on the No, but the that Shrek is album. my version of the Hallelujah song. <laughs> Did I tell the story on the show where they sang that at church on Easter this year? The Shrek song? Yeah. <laughs> and me and my husband looked at each other and we were like, oh, the Shrek song. It's such a good song. It is. Did he sing it at the concert? He did. I think everybody would have been very disappointed if they came <laughs> no. and he didn't sing it. So okay. you didn't miss that part. That was no, like the encore. No. But yeah, I walked in and he was already singing. So I don't know. I don't know concert etiquette anymore. No, concert etiquette, I think, is still the same. That was just like an outlier. Yeah, that was his problem, not yours. <laughs> For sure. You probably didn't miss anything great. No offense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to share a little um, parenting hack with everybody. 
watch your shows in the shower. I've got the Peacock app. You can watch <laughs> any episode of Real Housewives the day after it comes out. They have the archive of all the old seasons on there. When my husband first subscribed to Peacock to watch soccer, I was like, do we need another streaming platform? Like, what is this? I'm here to say it's amazing to be able to watch those cable shows in the shower. Are you kidding? Nobody bothers you when you're in there as a mom. It's like the you don't only get bothered in the shower not as a right mom? Now. No. Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. So I'm watching Real Housewives there, in there, and Girls 5 Eva is a really good show. Have you guys checked it out? <laughs> 5 Eva? Yeah, it's Ladies Night. I got a ladies recommendation. Girls 5 Eva, um, going to be famous forever because... Five Eva, because four Eva's too short. Oh, I wow. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's but, really, really good. It's about like an ex-girl group. Oh, like the Cheetah Girls? Yeah. <laughs> but now they're like adults and they're like trying to be famous again. It's really good. Like us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch it. But I need to ask you what your setup is so you yeah. that your phone or your tablet doesn't get wet. Yeah. So we got our house um, from an elderly woman and luckily we have a handicap shower on the first floor. So there's like a shelf and a seat in there. Are you sitting down to watch the no, show with your popcorn? Of course, all of the old empty shampoo bottles are on that. But there is like a shelf for my phone mm-hmm. up high. And sometimes it falls. But whatever. All right. Just a little parenting hack. I might have to take you up on the Real Housewives because maybe I would like it because I'm having an identity crisis. Oh, no. I realized this week, I think I might like country music <laughs> what song like a lot of it i thought you kind of respected it i respected what i thought was like folk music but turns out it's all the same and miranda lambert was oh on my list. of course like zach brown band that's yes. a thing right i don't know about that chicken fried song but i like I'll, <laughs> I'll like move to it. i don't know i just the more like the guy from stained does country music i don't know her. aaron lewis I'm just having a moment. I'm just feeling real yeehaw. So maybe I'm not I'll surprised. try the Real Housewives. Don't listen to country radio. No, that's, that's like I always pop that's now. Like, pop country. Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. Garth Brooks. Not in, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not into it, but maybe I am. I really like Willie Nelson, though. Mm-hmm. Shooter Jennings, who's his dad. Waylon Jennings. I like them both. You're a Casey Musgraves respecter, right? I do like her. She's she, I would have called her folky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm still wearing black, and I'm still going to rock out to metal, but I think there's a place in my life for another genre. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's all about like growth, you know? <laughs> growth. <laughs> Speaking of growth, check your emails, everybody. <laughs> if you participated in marketing a bracket, if you're in the top 20, which wasn't that hard. We didn't have that many people <laughs> in like it. 21. <laughs> you guys, I was in the top 20. <laughs> was I? Probably. I stopped following after the spiders lost. So it's like if you're in the top 20 and you aren't one of us, you want a shirt. So I feel like everybody almost won a shirt. Killer is trying to get in touch with you through the email from the Yahoo Sports app to get your size. We have shirts in a lot of sizes, but like not a lot of shirts in a lot of sizes. So it's first come, first serve. Don't be mad at us if your size is gone. <laughs> These auto apply shirts are beautiful. And the only person who are answering her emails is my husband. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really good in periwinkle. Yeah. Okay, so check your emails, get your shirt. Nicole, what is happening in the news? So first up in the news, the Twitter drama. Hmm. So I just want to preface this by saying the discussion we're having today is happening on Wednesday. And by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure a lot of things will probably have changed. But we're going to cover it anyway. 
So Elon Musk seems to be having second thoughts regarding his $44 billion acquisition of Twitter. And let's just lay the groundwork out for this. So he agreed to a sale price of $54.20 per share, but not carrying out any due diligence on the sale. But now Musk is looking for a better deal. It looks like he's implying he won't move forward until his concern about the number of spam accounts is addressed um, on the platform. And he's asking for proof that it's less than 5%. Um, and just to give credit where credit is due, Rand Fishkin actually published an article on the 15th reporting on an independent analysis that SparkToro and Follower Wonk did that showed 19.42% of active accounts are spam. So that looked at five data sets, including active and non-active accounts in the last 90 days. And he summarized his findings by saying, these accounts were randomly selected by machine from a set of over 130 million public active profiles. And our analysis found that 19.42%, nearly four times Twitter's Q4 2021 estimate, fit a conservative definition of fake or spam accounts. And our analysis likely undercounts. So we'll have that article linked in the show notes, but for what it's worth, there are discrepancies in spam account reporting and people on both sides of this debate. Well, you know what? I think part of the problem, conspiracy theory, people like me, I've rebranded to my biz Twitter. I don't use my old personal Twitter anymore, even though the best part of it is my bio, which is my hips don't lie, but sometimes they exaggerate. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> I want to delete it because it's really just me being stupid and talking about The Bachelor five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I can't because I don't have access to that email address anymore. They won't let me delete it. And I feel like it's probably on purpose. So they have more accounts on there. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should flag me for being completely inactive. They should. I have an account and I can get in. <laughs> they so, really yeah. should. Grain of salt, people. I'm still tagging you and stuff, so that probably helps raise your profile. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> Someday I'll reply. Um, and Prague Agarwal, the CEO of Twitter, tweeted on Monday this huge long thread um, addressing the spam on Twitter and how they calculated that 5% number. They believe that the number is actually less than 5%, but Musk responded with the poop emoji. (laughs) So who knows where this is going to go, but Twitter stated that they intend to enforce the merger. The smiley face poop emoji? Just a regular, right? There's more than one. That's a good point. There should be like one without a face or one with like a frowny face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And one with a happy face, mm-hmm. one with a surprise face, one with heart eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, let's give poop the treatment yeah. cats got. Right. Because that response isn't doing it for me. I need more context. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a threat. <laughs> okay. Next up this week, TikTok is introducing what they are calling branded mission. I feel like it should be the branded mission or our branded mission, which is just TikTok just branded, branded mission. mission. Yeah. Um, so Branded Mission is an industry-first ad solution that enables advertisers to crowdsource authentic content from creators on TikTok, turn top-performing videos into ads, and improve brand affinity with media impressions. So basically, you're able to crowdsource, find people's videos who are promoting your brand, talking about your product, if they are. So an example is that video of the girl talking about the best types of Diet Coke, which everybody sends to me. Have you seen it? No. Mm-mm. Isn't there just Diet Coke? Jessica. <laughs> Shepherd. Her ranking is 
I think the same as mine, which is like the two liter bottle. Mm-hmm. No. These kinds. Because it's always going to be flat. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the smaller bottle. It's like, okay, if I'm desperate, at least it's fizzier than the two liter. Then I think she talks about the glass bottle. Nobody can find those. Not in diet, no. No. Okay. Then cans. I like a can. And then, of course, she jumps to McDonald's fountain soda. I think there should be one in between for, like, other fountain soda. Because McDonald's is the creme de la creme, you know? It's because, well, I'll let you say it. <laughs> because they keep the um, the syrup cold in transportation, I heard. Is that what you were going to say? Oh, I was oh, wow. just going to say they have better ice and nice straws. Or <laughs> 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 it could be that. But anyway, Diet Coke could find that video. But I guess they're trash. Ta- she's trash talking the two liter. But she's clearly a brand ambassador, so they could take that video and turn it into an ad. Um. So it says, by using brand admission, advertisers can engage with the community to participate in branded campaigns, and brands can develop a brief and release it to the creator community. So a lot of people are just going to be able to like respond to the brief and make their own. Try to make an ad. Um, They can also let creators tell the most relatable brand story in an authentic way. Brands will select their favorite original creative videos and amplify them through promoted ad traffic. Creators who are at least 18 years old with a thousand followers will be able to participate in brand admission. So we've previously talked about, I think maybe they teased this before or remembering something similar from another platform, but I have a video on my TikTok that's just ripe for the picking of my daughter when she was first, like she was really small and she was first learning to like <laughs> crawl. I don't think she was walking yet. And there was a box of cheese that's on the couch. <laughs> Have you guys seen this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she like managed to pull herself up to the couch. Like it looked like a crazy feat for this little baby and get the box of Cheez-Its and like started eating. Girl knows what she wants. It's amazing. Forget Coke. Yeah. And I tagged them and they responded with hard eyes, but they could have paid me for that. <laughs> You know, should have paid you for that. All like 32 of my followers really liked it. Yeah. This is a really good opportunity for a college fund, you know? Yes, that's exactly oh, what I was thinking. Idea. You know, some people say stage mom. I say investing in her future. And I do really like this idea. I think putting the opportunity out there for creators to do whatever they want and make original content as an ad for your brand, hopefully maybe you could give them a cut of the revenue um, I think it's a great idea. I love it. Much better than those stupid stickers that it's <laughs> doing on reels. Now it's time for this week's take of the week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. And this week's Take of the week is from Amalia Fowler at Amalia E. Fowler on Twitter. She said, best search term I've seen in a while, quote, what to do if a ghost is flushing my toilet? (laughs) Spooky. (laughs) Oh, no. And wait, and then Mark Irvine replied, right? <laughs> yeah. So he said the keyword was plumber, exact match. That's the best part. That's what's spooky. We don't know that, right? That was just a funny no, reply. He, no. Oh, thank God. But it probably was. <laughs> it probably I mean, was. Yeah. think about it. I like, believe it. <laughs> Amalia, what word in that sentence is she <laughs> targeting? <laughs> like, maybe if. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's definitely for a plumbing company or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, man. The world we live in. Oh, my goodness. I just want an answer. What do I do if a ghost is flushing my toilet? Kids, that's significant. <laughs> yes. What that's a significant so problem true. to have. <laughs> it was significant enough for the search term report. Oh. That is great. Bless Google. Now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I. I See Why Am I, people. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. I see why my people from Jason at Jason JH1319. Jason is like our new favorite name in our office right now. Because <laughs> we recently learned that the neighbor's cat name is Jason. Yeah. And this cat, <laughs> he's always outside on his own. Like this cat lives across from our office. They have a chain link fence, but the cat is, is the cat, um, the clothesline around his neck? The, or yeah, it's a the, harness. It's a harness. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like how people put their dog on a mm-hmm. lead on a clothesline. The cat's on one. Yeah. <laughs> Jason is on one of those. <laughs> the is that day. the cat that got stuck in the tree? Yes. The he was, other, he yeah. wasn't in a tree. Oh. He was wrapped around. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> the other day, oh. Andy, who shares an office with me, thoughts and prayers, um, heard the guy say, Jason, come over here to the cat. <laughs> Which I don't believe. I, no, I don't think his name is Jason. Why would he make that up, though? My brother's name is Jason. And I, I texted my brother and was like, yo, like we found out that the cat next door's name is Jason. And he just goes, prime cat name. <laughs> You're not wrong, I guess. This is him tweeting, though, or no? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is a really smart <laughs> man named Jason who knows a lot about marketing. Okay, so he says, what brands want from agencies in reporting but never say? A thread and a link to an actual template. So Jason said, a week ago, I ranted about poor reporting from an agency we were paying $20,000 a month to. I spoke to a few marketers and they experienced the same. Having run an agency, I definitely expected more. So hopefully this thread and template help more agencies and brands bridge the reporting gap. So he has a perspective from both sides. So I think this is really, really helpful. It is a long thread, but the format is he gives an example of what bad reporting does and what good reporting does. So I'll share one of them. He says, bad reporting throws meaningless numbers around. Good reporting uses a structure that makes meaning out of the numbers and highlights actions that will be taken. And then he does have this sample report structure here. This is a really, really awesome thread. It's so actionable. Anyone can use it and learn a lot right now. I definitely recommend following not Jason the cat, but at Jason jh1319 on twitter and we'll have it in discord in our show notes as well now it's time for this week's pew pew lightning round at this point in the show we split up our content into three parts paid organic and social okay and first up in the paid universe this week pinterest announced that they are launching modeled conversions These, quote, utilize statistical techniques and machine learning models to predict the likelihood of your conversion being associated with people on Pinterest. So hopefully it seems like the aim here is to help browsers where there are not third-party cookies for attribution so you can link those conversions back to Pinterest. I really hope it helps people who are using Pinterest ads. Then somehow I ended up on the Pinterest homepage because I like clicked a bad link and there's all this beautiful imagery and it's like getting started in Pinterest because I'm not logged into my account there. 
So it says, get your next weeknight dinner idea. Who's eating dinner like this even on their fanciest day? They've got craft mason jar cocktails. That's a frittata. Okay, that's for the morning. Um, Breakfast for dinner. This is like mm-hmm. some kind of avocado toast with beets. <laughs> Look at that beautiful tablescape. That looks like it's in a wedding. You're not doing that on a weeknight dinner. Yeah, that's a baby shower for sure, right? What Unless are these you put people balloons. doing? I don't know. None of this look, even looks good. My Maybe w- the cocktail. Yeah. My weeknight dinner is a box of macaroni and cheese. Mm. And I throw frozen peas and carrots in there to try to make the baby eat healthy. <laughs> Does she like them? No, she picks around all the noodles and just throws the peas away. Oh, it's really bad. I'm trying, everyone. <laughs> Today's episode should be co-titled like parenting. <laughs> parenting with Shab. <laughs> okay, and from Matthew Bertulli at Embertulli on Twitter, he says, any heavy YouTube ad spenders, check your where ads, where my ad show tab. We just discovered that starting around April 17th or 18th, all of our placements went super sideways from less than 4% of our placement on display to between 30 and 40% of our placements on display. And then similarly, PPC Greg tweeted this week, he said, when you opt into video partners on the display network, we're running a YouTube campaign. It's no longer a YouTube campaign. And he has a picture of his where ad, where ad showed report. His number one placement for a YouTube campaign was Candy Crush with 294 clicks. And I heard about 187 of those came from the Bud House. <laughs> it's only one Candy Crush user in the Bud House. <laughs> so Sorry for clicking. <laughs> Check your placement report, people. It can be a scary place. That's insane. From James Webster at PPC underscore Webster, he says, Babe, are you okay? You've hardly touched your automated product discount. What a weird concept. First of all, don't call me babe. So James Webster has a screenshot of automated discounts in Google Ads. I mean, what a world we live in. 100%. So wait, I'm loading this, but let me read exactly what it says. So it says, Google's Google's automated discounting finds optimum discount to apply to your products. What? From whose perspective? (laughs) The consumer? That is something you're going to want to control. There's an email, Mm. ad discounts, dash support at google.com who's <laughs> checking that email <laughs> okay that is terrifying i don't think anyone should be using that okay thank you james for the heads up and google ads wants you to get started with the new google ads script experience highlights include faster performance and better validation so definitely upgrade if you haven't already marriott is introducing its own ad network quote this is an omni-channel cross-platform advertising solution for brand advertisers enabling curated content experiences and offering to, and offerings to guests throughout their travel journey. So they're partnering with Yahoo for this, and this will eventually expand to travelers globally, including all the more including the more than 164 million members in Marriott Bonvoy, the company's award-winning travel program. It's like in the app, I don't understand. So then it says placements include display, mobile, video, email, and digital out of home, a.k.a. the in-room television and digital screens. Brilliant. Yes. Mm. So that's where I was like, okay, I get it now. So this is going to come on before you watch, like, Say Yes to the Dress or whatever. What is your guys, like, hotel room show? 
practical jokers. (laughs) (laughs) My husband went through a dark phase in quarantine where he watched a lot of YouTube videos of that. It's good. It's a good mm-hmm. show. It's actually funny, except I hate that their comedy group is called The Tenderloins. I think that's really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, what's your choice? I have not been in a hotel. Well, actually, that's a lie. I have been in a hotel recently, but I don't watch TV. I like never turn it on. No, I usually I like just really. watching the news. Like I like seeing the local news. Ooh, that's, that's fun. a good one. Too. Yeah. There's just something about like. You get to a hotel and you got to see what's on cable. Yeah. Check it out. Absolutely. That would be a good draft, actually. Save it. Yeah. I'm sure Greg has some good choices. Okay. Next up here on May 16th, Google is adding 15 new regions to the advertiser verification program. We'll have a link in the show notes if you want to know if you are in one of those countries, but expect the emails and verify those accounts. Next up from Luna underscore PPC, she says, conversion page looks totally different with a little fanfare from Google. I'm no longer given the options to set up conversions using Tag Manager. Ads liaison, is this rolling out universally? I really hope this is not rolling out universally because I can't do anything without Tag Manager. I can't tie my shoes, okay? So as the time of recording, Ginny has not responded, but... What would we do? I can't imagine that's real. No. Scary, though. There's a screenshot. (laughs) Also scary. Tales from PPC Reddit. (laughs) This is from user Killer Gonka. And this user says, Google manages our ads. Things are not going well. All they care is optimization score to be 100. What should I do? Monthly budget is 6,000. No return on investment. So that's basically the whole story. After some shocking ageism in the beginning of this, where they talk about how their old person was over 50 and couldn't do Google ads, <laughs> question mark. Like, what? I'm offended. Reddit's a terrible place. Um, so it says, out of nowhere, Google emails us offering a free three months of Google ads management. I mean, what did you think you were getting? You get what you pay for, yeah. kids. <laughs> I don't want to be mean. But basically, if Google says they're managing your ads account, they're not. That's what you need to gleam from this and that is all that's happening in paid what's going on in organic all right first up in organic this week from android police by way of bff of the show glenn gabe glenn says like counts are expanding google discover like counts are showing up for more people and this is from the screenshot that he shared is from android police but you can see that there's the little heart there in uh, google discover and then there's a number next to it whether you like it or not literally uh, you could see how many other folks have liked it and i love that this first piece of organic news feels fairly social to me mm-hmm. feeling right at home because i'm no greg Finn. you're doing a great job so far <laughs> thank you i'm one story and i'm sweating <laughs> For more hardcore organic news, translated results search appearance filter is now in Google Search Console. This is from the wonder from Down Underwood, Brody Clark, who says a new search appearance filter has surfaced in Google Search Console this month titled Translated Results. The filter relates to situations where Google has translated the little link and snippet for a web page within search. So essentially when someone clicks on the translate dropdown that's part of that snippet, it counts as an impression in the search appearance filter for translated results. And then when the user actually clicks that snippet that has been translated, it gets reported as, go figure, a translated results click. It sounds really complicated, but it's not once you see it in action. Brody has a great visualization for this. We'll have it up on the screen if you're watching us. If you're listening, 
Just grab the link in our newsletter or Discord, community.marketingclock.com, to check it out. It has arrows that show what's what and what's translated and where the snippet is and all that jazz. So if you're seeing this in Search Console and want a little bit more information, great article about that. Speaking of Search Console, a new video page indexing report is coming. Oh, <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. Hold on to your butts. This report announced at Google I.O. late last week will show you a summary of all the video pages that Google found while crawling and indexing your site. Friend of the show slash former host Barry Schwartz covered this in Search Engine Roundtable. He shared a screenshot from Google's presentation that shows the new report in the index um, section of the Search Console nav. He said he didn't see it yet in his account, so I checked mine. I don't see it either. But I did spot a difference, and I felt like such a sleuth because Barry didn't mention this. Currently, the nav items are coverage, sitemaps, and removals for me. But in the screenshot, in the new list, it's pages, video pages, sitemaps, and removals. So small change, but had wow. to report it. You're like Mary-Kate and Ashley when they're investigators. I was going to say you're invited, we're excited, but that's the other one. That's the sleepover one, right? Yeah. Always on the case. That's me. <laughs> Another one from Barry here. Bing has moved the explore more feature from under the image carousel snippet to the left-hand side of that snippet. It's a pretty significant change actually layout-wise. It'll likely impact your click-through rate. So I'm going to try and describe this for our audio listeners. But again, if you are watching the video, check this out because it really it doesn't sound like much just moving something from below to the side, but they also changed the way it looks. So um, in the new look where it's on the side, you have your image search and kind of a small menu sort of right next to it with some different themes. So it's an image of bikes is the search, and then you can explore bike racks, electric bikes, I can't read because my face isn't close to the screen, but there's other topics. The old version had the images of bikes on top and then big giant circles that I can read. Bike racks, electric bikes, bicycle, electric bike, <laughs> girls' bikes, mountain bikes, whatever. So if you get a lot of traffic from Bing image search, this might be worth annotating. It's a pretty significant change if that impacts you at all. YouTube fans should rejoice because according to TechCrunch, the player is getting some updates. First of all, YouTube is adding a graph that people can use to easily locate and watch the most replayed parts of the video. This was already available as a test with premium subscribers, but now it's going to be rolled out to all users on desktop, iOS, and Android. And it's pretty cool. It's also very subtle, so it doesn't really disrupt the video, but it's like a gray like line chart on top, and you can kind of see when more people are watching something that chart goes up looks like a beautiful little mountain wow. range charts with jess <laughs> i'm doing my best i'm still no greg but youtube's charts with jess they didn't say anything in the article but i do hope that there's an update coming to youtube analytics so creators can see whether this makes people like skip ahead or if they're just viewing to that point watching the full video it's a cool thing though from the user perspective and they did announce a couple other changes. Chapters will be supported on smart TVs and gaming consoles. Oh my God. YouTube, I watch it on TV. I don't watch it anywhere yes. else really, right? Yes, it's a big and deal. the TV app is terrible. Oh my God, it's the best thing I heard all day. Yeah. Well, there's more. I don't know if any of it will be that exciting. Um, <laughs> particularly this, actually. They're basically making full screen mode not full screen mode anymore. There's a new information panel that is coming when you're in full screen mode. It will display the description, chapters, comments, quick access buttons to comment, share, all the things that you don't see in full screen mode, you'll now see 
That is stupid. It is. The other good thing about Peacock in the shower (laughs) is you can minimize it and like make it smaller in the corner and then go like online shop when you need more shampoo or something. Parents can't do that with shopping with shop. No. (laughs) Some other updates. I guess they also tease that YouTube will soon begin another experiment to allow users to seek the exact moment in a video they want to watch. They said seek, not search. I feel like they chose that word on purpose, but Mm. I'm not really sure. There's not a lot of details, but we'll see. And I can't wait to use and abuse this last one. Single loop will now allow users to put an individual video on endless repeat. Every ride in Disneyland? Oh, I was thinking like ye. You guys know ye? (laughs) Unfortunately, <laughs> only because of you, I know ye. It's an important video and it's like three seconds long. You could watch it for hours. All these people are out there making like 10-hour versions of these videos. You yeah. don't need that anymore. Oh, I, I kind of feel bad for those creators. <laughs> My favorite video I is Every Ride in Disneyland. Where oh, they ride every I ride thought in you Disneyland. meant individually you would just do this with every ride. No, there's a video that they just go through every ride. No words, just so relaxing for a nap. Disneyland. You're yeah, going there. That's my trip. It's going to be, so that's like the mode I'm in. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Here's some more updates. I don't know if they fit your mode, Trap. From Android Central, YouTube is increasing the number of videos with chapters with automatic generation. So that's exciting. Google has set a goal of 10x increase in videos with chapters, so they're just going to do it for you. That's something. Auto-generated captions as well as translation to 16 languages are coming to YouTube mobile on Android and iOS, and Ukrainian will be added as one of those languages next month to increase access to accurate information about the war. Love That's great. But let's talk about a different video player for a second, if you will. Vimeo, the platform's own blog, had a post this week, pump up the SEO, we are transforming how your videos circus circus it is a circus surface on google according to this blog post vimeo's seo enhancements are already live for videos marked as public which means you don't have to do anything to make sure your videos are getting a boost wow i didn't think that was how seo was done but that's okay well i like how they're talking about like optimizing for google because youtube's just messing everything up it's a weird thing. There's a lot of weird things in this blog post. I also don't know if any of this is new and or news. It's a new blog post and they're talking about everything like it's new, but they never really said that. Mm-hmm. Something they did say, this is a, an exact quote, all you need to do is make sure your videos are listed as public and our technology will handle the rest, like ensuring your video is indexable, your metadata is optimized, and more. And more. And more. Love to know that more. Me too. They also go on to say that if you want to do even better, there are manual things you can do, like adding chapters to your videos and optimize them. They have some tips for how to do so. And that is all assuming, of course, that you're at least on the pro level plan because you have to pay for these things. So if you use Vimeo, check it out. From The Verge, Google has hired former FDA leader Bakal Patel as its new senior director of global digital health strategy. His goal is to build a unified digital health and regulatory strategy across Google and Alphabet. So see if anything comes of that innovation-wise. Next up, a spring cleaning announcement from Microsoft Bing Blogs. I don't know why they pluralize that, but they do. They will be deprecating the ability for anonymous sitemap submissions via HTTP request starting May 13th, which even as of recording is in the past. So this has already started. And this is due to continued misuse by spammers, which none of y'all are. So good marketers, do not worry. You'll still be able to submit your sitemaps in Bing Webmaster Tools. NBD. 
Up next, Amazon is helping small businesses across India launch their own digital storefronts to better serve their customers with a new program called Smart Commerce. It will give merchants the ability to digitize billing, manage inventory, as well as a voice and chat-based shopping experience. So this will roll out in the coming weeks. Seems nice. I like that. Next up from Barry Schwartz at his at Rusty Brick Twitter handle, SimilarWeb acquires Rank Ranger. Last up here from power listener Adam DeFrisco on LinkedIn, seven digital marketing trends in the 2021 Chinese internet report and why all digital marketers should care. No spoilers here, but with the release of China's 2021 internet development report, China officially becomes the first country in the world to surpass 1 billion internet users. So don't discount this report just because the date is like so last year. I promise it is not a TikTok puff piece. There's actually really good insights in here, and it's a quick read. So go read it for yourself. All good marketers, like our listeners, should read it. And that's it for organic. What's happening in social, bud? Nicole? (laughs) (laughs) So first up in social, from Andrew Hutchinson on social media today, TikTok has launched a new interactive insights platform enabling advertisers to use filters to discover key data points on their target market. So... You can filter using by location, demographic, industry vertical, and date. So it's very similar to Facebook's interactive insights tool, but the one caveat is this feature is not too deep. So it may not provide as specific of insights as you might like. And from Aisha Malik on TechCrunch, Twitter is testing a new liked by author label for tweets when the creator of the tweet likes your reply. So this label will help give context about tweets people are seeing in their feed and is visible to the person who left the reply and others viewing it. When did we start calling Twitter people creators? Always? I mean, I feel like in the context of spaces, they say creators. Mm, Yeah, they do. Yeah. I feel like you're just a writer girl. (laughs) (laughs) And then on LinkedIn, again, from Andrew Hutchinson on social media today, LinkedIn is expanding its current reaction set, so it will now include the funny emoji. And there's no word on LinkedIn of when this is going live, but I can't imagine like when this is actually necessary for people who are actually using LinkedIn for things that I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe those business memes that are being demoted. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. You're rolling this out at the same time. Jill Fetcher, our CGO, host (laughs) of Agency Scoop, listen, subscribe, share. She, just this week, because she's the only person here who uses LinkedIn. Actually, maybe you do, Nicole. I, I, look, say I look on LinkedIn quite a bit, but oh, she's the only one who listens. I'm not a fan. Yeah. So she reported to us that that algorithm is working and she's seeing less business memes or like content from people she doesn't follow. So I don't know why you would need the laughy face. Sales are up. <laughs> like what? Maybe they want more of like the take of the week type tweet, like that plumber tweet from Amalia Fowler would have been good. We could yeah, have laughed. Maybe, but people come here for that. Yeah. Interesting. And what is the funny emoji? It's like laughing, the crying? laughing, crying. Oh, that yeah. is one of the most overused emojis. I feel like people use it ironically now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. If I use that remo- emoji to you, like just know I'm not really laughing. <laughs> Shoot. What am I supposed to use? The poop emoji? You've never used that emoji. I always I use the tilted one. No, you don't. Or a crying cat face. Yes, I do. When something's funny, 
Mm-hmm. You what just a- laugh out loud or respond with something funnier and we hear you crying in your office. <laughs> you don't need an emoji. I usually do type bah. The B is important. <laughs> I thought you were like a silent laugher. So maybe I'm just never funny to Sometimes you. Sometimes I LOL IRL. Do I ever tell you that that's what I'm doing? No. Oh. I just hear you laughing in your office. The walls are thin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm not laughing at LinkedIn. <laughs> And moving on, Twitter is also testing a new option to start a space about a chosen tweet. So Jane Manchin Wong at Wong M. Jane on Twitter said, is quote tweeting not enough? Twitter is starting start a space about your tweet so you can talk about it all you want. I don't think it's a terrible idea. Any tweet though? I don't get it. Like is it going to be live and just live on that tweet? Or if you have something that's like popping off, just grab the mic. That just seems really chaotic and let's stick to like 140 characters or whatever it is. Like when the Real Housewives are going back and forth on Twitter, just like take it to a space, you know? Oh yeah, me and Safe you. Safe space. <laughs> from the shower. Oh, oh no. I would never join a space from the shower, okay? I have I limits. Know, shower thoughts are where it's at. You might have your most profound theories. I did call yeah. my husband last night and tell him to bring me shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Profound. <laughs> and Hamad O at Hamad O1 on Twitter noticed that Instagram has changed its logo. So he has a screenshot of like the old logo and the new logo. <laughs> this is I, great. Everyone's I don't know what I'm looking watch. at. Like if you're watching Everyone's on YouTube watch. or whatever, like zoom in and turn your brightness up. Okay, seriously, did you find the difference? There's less purple. It's brighter. They turn the brightness up. Rude. Maybe he just turned the brightness up on his phone. How would he get the old one then? That's the question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. Like the colors are slightly in a different position on the square. I notice it. There's a little blue at the top left. No, that's Oh, yeah. I see that. of it. This is like the dress question. Like is the dress blue or black or gold? Yanni. and Yanni. (laughs) (laughs) Only this is. The same thing twice. Were people replying? Do you know? No. I bet I, everyone I was left. saying like, no, they didn't. Yeah. But now that we are staring uh, at it, I just see a you little know what bit this more. This reminds blue. me of the Devil Wears Prada scene where she's like, both those belts look exactly the oh, same. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then she gets owned. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my god, everyone would like the Devil Wears Prada. You need to watch it. Okay. I've seen it. I don't recall. It. I need to stop distracting everybody. <laughs> All right. And more TikTok news. TikTok is introducing a new feature that will be the first iteration of its creator crediting tools. So this will allow creators to directly tag and credit others using a new button during the publishing process. So users tap the new video icon on the posting page after editing or creating a video, and then you can select what TikTok they want to mention the original creator in. And last on social, creators who offer super follow subscriptions can now host spaces exclusively for their subscribers. Ooh, mm. meet and greet. <laughs> Wait a second. The very short one is just going to be like Greg and Barry hanging out. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. That makes me want to be a super follower. Mm-hmm. That would there be so go. fun. Um, and this isn't the only way that creators can hold exclusive spaces. So, 
You can also do it through Twitter's ticketed spaces feature, which you can charge users to listen to a specific space. They're already paying a monthly fee, but whatever. Yeah, but if it's you coming up with great thoughts in the shower, they want to hear that. Okay, that's like OnlyFans. <laughs> no, thank you. I didn't mean like that kind of shower. I just don't you have good thoughts in the shower? <laughs> I like this idea. It should be a podcast, if anything. Yeah. Mm. Shower thoughts with shop. And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise. Okay, hardly working for me this week. This is a very niche problem, but you cannot see, maybe it's not a niche problem. You cannot see segments at the keyword level in Microsoft advertising, except for they give you one option for vertical ad type. So I have an account where we have one type of conversion in the conversion column. And then um, like if they convert into an MQL, it's in the all conversions column. And I can't see who's converting into an SQL at the keyword level. I have to go to the aggregate level and I can't attribute it back to a keyword. And it's a nightmare. And I hate it. Jess? <laughs> um, unbounce. So we typically use it to create landing pages for paid campaigns. So I've never really thought about it from a social sharing perspective. The smart builder, if you use it, has settings to set like your image and any of those other OG tags, but the classic builder does not, which was a bummer because that's what we were using for this particular client. But on Bounce to the Rescue, they have an OG generator. So you just fill in the fields like the URL um, of the file for the image where it's listed. Um, and other things like that. And then it just creates the JavaScript for you and you add it to the page, which again, never even realized that that might be an issue because we don't typically use these pages for that, but we made a beautiful page for our client. They wanted to share it out and we were able to do it. So Unbounce was hardly working, but then working hard with a fix. Appreciate it. Nicole? And for me this week, so at this agency, we have our brand new data department led by Sarah and she is creating beautiful new dashboards for all of our clients so that we can track budget pacing and ad spend. And I've just been loving this report that she made for one of my clients where we're watching the budget pretty closely this week. And it's just made life 10 times easier. Beautiful. They are beautiful. And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's cool tool is a hack that's not whack, and I'm not sure if that's a repeat rhyme or not, so my apologies if it is. It is from the CEO of Optimizer, Fred Valleys, at Silicon Valleys on Twitter. He tweeted, we launched a tool, Optimize Value Rules, which is the easiest way to try value-based bidding. But did you know this can also be used to regain access to get bid adjustments when you're on target ROAS bidding? Check out this PPC hack. And then he shares a YouTube video in which Fred shows how to use the hack to start once again using geo bid adjustments for your campaigns that are on smart bidding. The same hack will also work for setting audience and device level bid adjustments. The key point here is that the video does illustrate specifically how to do it in Optimizer, but you can more or less achieve the same thing within the Google Ads interface, even if you're not using that tool. So hashtag team PPC. We will have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord. So pick your poison and check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, 
so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article of the week is from WordStream, and it is called 165 Strategy-Changing Digital Marketing Statistics for 2022. This was co-written by Power Listener Susie Marino and Kristen McCormick, and it is amazing. It is just full of juicy statistical tidbits across all areas of digital marketing. They're talking about email. They're talking about social media. They're talking about ads They're talking about organic and everything is laid out visually and they have like these beautiful little cards for every stat. This is just an awesome thing for everyone to sit down and read and gain some insights from. And they end with saying, next time you need to show the why behind your marketing strategies, whip out these handy digital marketing statistics when you feel like there may be no rhyme or reason for your tactics. I've been there. The numbers are there to help. So I think this is so beautiful. And you could even print out those little cards and just like put them in your wallet. (laughs) Just whip them out. (laughs) Thanks, Susie. Oh, my God. Please tell me we don't have a furry fun fact. We do. I'm going to whip it out of my wallet for you. (laughs) Oh, God. Chickens can recognize over 100 faces. Not just human, by the way. They can recognize other animals. Oh, that's beautiful. You're welcome. (laughs) Now on to our playlist of curated songs to work to you can head over to playlist.marketingaclock.com what is going on marketing a playlist this week nicole so i have die hard by kendrick lamar from his new album jess die hard's my favorite movie but i've never heard that song um not a country song but i'm going with row row by zeal and ardor that's wonderful for you okay (laughs) honestly the only thing giving me life right now right now is the song about time by Lizzo. Sorry for the bleeping in the future killer. So I already picked it. So I'm going to do the song that plays after whenever I press play, which is another great song by Lizzo. It's called Soulmate. Everybody should listen. Even Just Bud would like it. All right. That does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. Welcome to this week's Shoot in the Heck, where after our famous Friday news show, we don't talk about marketing anymore. We just shoot the heck. And we are doing another draft this week inspired by our very successful. There were rave reviews. Jess Bud, original idea of Sounds of the Summer. Today we will be doing a Smells of the Summer draft. Not my idea. <laughs> and Killer was just begging me to go first. So, Killer, what is your first pick? My first pick is going to be Chlorine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Solid, solid, solid first choice. Mm-hmm. Nicole? Um, freshly sealed driveways. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, that's so good. That is a good one. I really need to get my driveway paved. Okay, my first choice will be hot garbage. Yuck. <laughs> I mean, no one said these had to be good smells, so I suppose. I know, but that's yeah. what I, you know, I didn't say it was good. That's yeah. just what mm-hmm. I think of when I think of summer. Hot garbage on the streets. That's fair. Okay, Jess? Um, I'm going with sunscreen. Ooh, that can come in a lot of smells, mm-hmm. though. 
standard like basic lotion or spray sunscreen lotion okay. the spray doesn't really have a scent unless it's scented which not on my list okay yeah. and i don't know if you've ever heard of oh, serpentine drop. again okay you have to pick again oh it'd be nice if i knew how to bold things in my list um i'm gonna go with the obvious but best choice fresh cut grass the best smell of summer i'm surprised that didn't go in the first round it kind of did. I know this is serpentine in my second pick, but still my first, first round. Okay, I'm also surprised this one didn't get taken. Number two smell associated with summer. Hot, dried urine on the sidewalk. Oh, the shut! This is not New York City. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't even know what that smells like. All you, you have do. to do is go once, and the person's always really dehydrated, and you're like, can I get you some water, sir? Yeah. And you can smell um, the difference between human pee and dog pee. Once you've oh, done yeah. it, you can you can tell. I don't think dog pee even has that strong of a smell. It, that yeah, it's not as strong and it smells so good. It's like and they sweeter. don't pee on the sidewalk; they pee in the grass, like distinguished gentlemen do. I mean, are you going to say poop next because you can smell <laughs> hot poop on the sidewalk too <laughs> in the summer? But is that from dogs? <laughs> I hope so. That one's less frequent, luckily. You could Depends take on it. The neighborhood. <laughs> Nicole, what's your next choice? Um, mine is very particular, but the smell that you have when you get into your hot car. Mm. You oh, like that? Mm. I like mine. I don't know if I like other people's because I leather? feel like, no, I have um, leather, not leather. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pick that for my bad list. Mm. Interesting. Okay, killer. I'm going to go with pavement after a thunderstorm. Ooh, yeah, that is nice. a really good one. Not hot pee, though. Okay, and your next <laughs> <Right>. choice. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm gonna say the farm area at the Erie County Fair. Ooh, my mom would always have me go in there, even though I didn't want to, and it stank. Yeah, it smells like animal poop. Yeah. Okay, I thought you guys were picking good things, but we're just picking smells. Yeah, <laughs> summer. of summer. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, you're next. Um. I'd say salt water or just in general ocean smells. That's a nice one. And I'm going to go with a similar salty scent, B.O. Ooh, that's actually. <laughs> it doesn't have to be summer. If you sit next to me on this show, you smell it every week. <laughs> it smells like summer in here. How many are we doing? Four. So you have two Do more. I get two? Yeah. In and, this? And then you're done. Uh, okay. Um, I got to go with like the dusty stones at a playground, like that mm -hmm. really specific smell when you kick up the gravel. I feel like it's a good smell. Mm -hmm. And I only get one more. The people want me to say cigarettes outside, but I feel like that's just a given any time of year. So propane. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Propane. Lanterns, grills, whatever, have, what have you. And I will be taking, can't believe it's still around, the smell of a wet bathing suit that you've then put in a bag <laughs> or a hot car. <laughs> and then you open it a couple hours or days later mm. and it just stanks. Mm -hmm. That's summer. I will go off of Jess's, um, not just propane, but the smell of a barbecue. I thought that was going to get picked. Okay, killer. Okay. You have one more, right? Yes. Okay. I was tied between these two, but I'm going to go with 
fresh air like early in the morning. Mm. You know, like there's dew on the grass. It has a certain smell. I do. <laughs> I have to know what your loser was that you didn't pick. Um, a warm breeze. <laughs> You're so poetic. <laughs> I know. And then I that or she's a candle company. I said warm breeze dash flowers. So. Mm. Very nice. Okay, everybody go around and share your list. Killer. Okay, fresh air, so early in the morning. And then chlorine, farm area at the fair, and pavement after a thunderstorm. Okay, Nicole. Okay. Um, freshly sealed driveways, hot car smell, ocean, and barbecue. Okay, and my smells are hot garbage, hot pee, B.O., wet bathing suit. I will take the winter seat with dusty stones on a playground, propane, fresh cut grass, and sunscreen. Okay, everybody, let me know if you think I won. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We all lost. <laughs> <laughs>